This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Crippled by COVID. Did she catch the virus at a street demonstration? My body feels like a thousand pounds. Then, the super spreader wedding. Almost half the guests stricken with the virus. Including the bride and groom. Plus... How this hostess is requiring her friends to get tested before coming to her house for Thanksgiving. Negative for COVID, so you're free to have dinner. Then, Mar-a-Lago Thanksgiving, canceled. Melania Trump and Baron Trump, uh, we're looking forward to going there. And what was he thinking? The knucklehead with a flamethrower on top of a bus. And crash right into the bakery. Heartbreak for the baker. It was his grand opening. Plus, the teen who buried her newborn in the backyard. Why she was back in court. I suffer a lot in silence. And outdoor dining in a bubble. It's a lot of air blowing through, well ventilated. But is it safe? There is no air moving here. Plus, is Santa coming to town this year? What would you like for Christmas? The precautions being taken before your kids visit Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. More encouraging news about a COVID-19 vaccine. Today, Pfizer announced that their phase three trial shows that their vaccine is 95 percent effective. It is so promising that they hope to get approval from the FDA to authorize emergency use within days. Stephen Fabian has more. The news is huge. Pfizer says their vaccine is now 95% effective with no serious side effects and will apply for emergency use within days. Now, one of the youngest volunteers to test the vaccine is speaking out to Inside Edition. 16-year-old Kirsten Stepanowski became a guinea pig along with her father, Dan. I think it's important that people my age um, are willing to participate in these trials so that at the end of the day, it can, uh, it's, efficiency can get proven, not just for adults, but for kids. And I couldn't be more proud of her. She's awesome. Um, you know, to be 16 and, you know, I, I can't imagine being 16 and going through a global pandemic. Um, at 52, I'm still trying to figure it out. Kirsten and her dad have agreed to participate in the research for two years. I use an app every week. So every Thursday I check in with the app and I let them know what symptoms I have, if any. And I also have to go in about every four months or so for blood work and a COVID test. The vaccine comes too late to help this young woman, a COVID-19 long hauler who is now wheelchair bound with long-term disabilities. My body feels like a thousand pounds and I can sometimes, I can't even hold up my neck. And so I have to use it to get around the house. You can't live alone right now. I can't live alone. Um, that's why I moved 
back to my parents' house. 24-year-old Natalie Naharo came down with COVID after attending this massive Black Lives Matter protest in Hollywood last June. I do not wish long COVID for anyone. I don't, I know how debilitating it is. I know how hard it is. I know there's, it's not just you, but like, it's all the family and friends that have to come and help you. Disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein, serving 23 years behind bars in upstate New York, is reported to be suffering from COVID-like symptoms. Doctors are awaiting the results of a COVID test for confirmation. Meanwhile, Brad Pitt is helping out in the pandemic. He was spotted distributing boxes of groceries to needy families in a housing project in South Central LA. Hundreds of thousands of people are lining up at testing stations across America today, hoping for a negative test before Thanksgiving get-togethers. And photos obtained by Fox 11 in Los Angeles show California Governor Gavin Newsom at that controversial birthday party at a Tony Napa Valley restaurant. Look, no masks, no social distancing. The governor has apologized. I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car and drove back. And President-elect Biden held a virtual roundtable with healthcare workers. And what this nurse had to say left him choked up. You know, we nurses, we know that we are facing immense death and suffering in the coming weeks. And we will be there. I'm sorry, I'm so emotional. It's just... You got me emotional. Look... Wow. And more trouble in New York City. It was announced today that the public school system, the largest in the nation, will be closing and moving to remote learning only. That's starting on Thursday. All of this in a reaction to COVID tests here in the city, which have reached a 3% positivity rate. These are the newlyweds whose wedding was labeled a super spreader event after more than 30 guests tested positive. Now they're speaking out saying they also got COVID-19 and they admit they didn't take enough precautions. Their wedding became a COVID-19 super spreader event. I didn't think that almost half of our wedding guests were going to get sick, the bride says. Michaela and Anthony Bishop said I do on Halloween in Blue Ash, Ohio. They had 83 guests and 32 of them ended up testing positive. The newlyweds say they provided masks and hand sanitizer, but hardly anyone used them. Every single day we're getting a call. Oh, here's another person. Here's another person. Here's another person. And it starts to take a toll on you, Michaela says. Other couples have taken heat for going ahead with their weddings. In Los Angeles, a news chopper hovered over this wedding blowout as a bride danced the night away. Look, not a mask in sight. The bishops say they started showing symptoms en route to their honeymoon in North Carolina. Now they are expressing regret for having their big day during the pandemic. You're in the moment, you're having fun, you don't think about COVID. Two of the three grandparents who contracted coronavirus at the wedding actually were hospitalized. You've seen the restaurants that have moved their service outdoors because of the pandemic. It usually involves so much plastic that you might feel like you're back indoors. Stephen Fabian spoke with an expert about what is safe when it comes to outdoor dining. How safe is outdoor restaurant dining? Open-sided tents can let the air circulate and dilute any virus that's around. 
But that's not the case when a restaurant adds four sides to the tents in cold weather, says NYU public health professor Jack Caravanos. If you're putting up four walls, plastic walls, low ceiling, that air is just going to linger. So any virus that's in the air is going to stay right there and possibly infect people. If you're outside but you create an enclosure that's outside, it's almost like you're inside. Exactly. Outdoor tables like the ones behind us are an ideal setup. This device measures air movement. The wind is blowing now at about one, two miles per hour. And that's a, that's a fair amount of wind. And right. notice it really does vary a lot. And, uh, and that's good. The next best thing is a structure like this, says Caravanos. Loose panels, a lot of air blowing through, well ventilated. And it would be the next safest. Then we checked this dining structure. It'll protect you from other diners, but what about from the virus? Outside now, air is moving. We have one, two, three miles an hour. That's a nice brisk. Right. But if we were to take a measurement inside, it'll go to zero because right. there is no air moving here. Very little air movement. Yes. I see that. Right. Now, if we had the window open, we could actually get more air moving and dilution. That's what we want. Experts say those igloo-style tents that are popping up all over present similar issues. What about this setup? I would cut open some holes on the roof and get air circulating, get some convection currents going through. Remember, you can't blow air into a bottle. This is essentially a sealed room, and air is not going to go into it. Good for diners to keep in mind as winter closes in. Normally, President Trump heads south to Mar-a-Lago for Thanksgiving, but not this year. No Thanksgiving at Mar-a-Lago this year for the Trumps. The surprise announcement came in a tweet from the First Lady's office. POTUS and FLOTUS will be celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday at the White House this year. For three years, the first family has hosted Thanksgiving at Mar-a-Lago for family and friends. But this year, in the wake of the president's election defeat, they're laying low. Washington Post Pulitzer Prize winner Mary Jordan wrote the Melania Trump biography, The Art of Her Deal. They feel under siege. Uh, I think that has, in fact, drawn the Trumps closer together. But it may also have something to do with why they're staying at the White House. And an official referred to it, Wolf, as this kind of bunker mentality that we've seen from the president since that fateful Tuesday. Once again, the president has no public events on his schedule. But he's tweeting up a storm, declaring, I won the election, voter fraud all over the country, despite all evidence to the contrary. His lawyers, led by Rudy Giuliani, aren't having any luck proving their case. Of the 18 post-election lawsuits filed by the president's campaign. So far, the courts have quashed 14 of them. There was drama in Michigan last night when two Republicans on the Board of Elections refused to certify the vote in Wayne County, which includes Detroit, only to back down in the face of Democratic outrage. This is a disgrace. You should be ashamed. Shame on you. Shame on you. We've got to go into this with, of course, bracing ourselves for more shenanigans. But at the end of the day, uh, the will of the people will be respected. And Joe Biden won Michigan. As the president runs out of options, he's expected to turn his attention to his memoir. A juicy firsthand autobiography about the drama-filled Trump White House years could mean a big-time payday for Trump. The Obamas got $65 million for their memoirs. But President Trump's prospects of a lucrative deal are complicated, and some publishing houses are reportedly reluctant to take on such a project. Howard Yoon is a New York literary agent. I think there are going to be some publishers who just pass 
class and say, you know, no thanks. Um, but he won't have a problem selling the book to a publisher. And if some of them opt out, there are plenty of others that will fill the space. My big question is, is it going to be a presidential memoir? Is it going to be a book that sets an agenda for what he wants to do in the future? As for the First Lady's post-White House plans? The minute Joe Biden was declared president, uh, bookies in Vegas were taking money and people were already betting uh, that they were going to get divorced uh, within a year. Um, but, you know, what I'm hearing is that there's no sign of that. The two of them actually appear closer. We told y'all things have been kind of crazy in New York City. Well, it has reached a new height. A man jumped on a city bus armed with a flamethrower. Les Trunt has more. Talk about jaw-dropping. This guy is on top of a New York City bus with a flamethrower. And there were 25 passengers inside. The police union points to this brazen act as yet another example of out-of-control streets. The guy with the flamethrower was identified as a rapper calling himself Dupree G.O.D. He was reportedly shooting a music video, but outraged city officials say he did not have a permit to perform the dangerous stunt. The rapper leaped onto the bus from an ice cream truck. The bus driver fled the bus, stunned at the spectacle. At one point, the rapper aimed his flamethrower at the street below before jumping off. The rapper, who once appeared in this McDonald's commercial, faces a charge of reckless endangerment. He turned himself into police today. What were you thinking? Everything was a safe, controlled environment. Was for the art. The possession of a flamethrower is 100% legal. On top of a bus? My client, Pointing towards the street? My client surrendered himself on the charges that were given to him. And another example of insanity in the streets. It started as a brawl over a parking spot in Queens. A motorist was driving away when his car got whacked with a baseball bat. Just watch what happened next right into the bakery. Perhaps most shocking of all was that this was the baker's grand opening. He reportedly poured his life savings, $150,000, getting the store in shape, only to have it demolished on the very first day of business. This is the inside of the bakery today. It's a mangled mess. All the new equipment destroyed. Oh, I hope somebody starts a GoFundMe for him. You may remember this story. It shocked the country. A high school cheerleader accused of murdering her newborn baby and then burying the child in the backyard. She was acquitted of murder and put on probation. Well, she's just had another victory in court after telling the judge she just wants to be a normal person again. I am very sorry. The cheerleader acquitted of murdering her newborn baby has now officially been set free. I suffer a lot in silence and I, I do show remorse and I am very sorry and I, I hurt a lot. Skylar Richardson wore a black mask and sat behind a plexiglass barrier as the judge released her from probation two years early. There is nothing in the three years that I have been supervising you, Ms. Richardson, uh, that has happened to believe, that leads me to believe that you're going to uh, commit any crimes uh, in the future. So I am going to terminate your probation uh, effective today. Skyler was sentenced to three years probation after delivering a stillborn baby girl in 2017 and burying her corpse in her parents' backyard in Ohio. In this prom photo, you can see a hint of a baby bump under her red mermaid dress. 
Just two days later, she gave birth secretly in her parents' house in the middle of the night. She took this selfie the morning after giving birth. She's in the gym, already working on getting her body back in shape. During probation, Skylar completed two semesters of college. She wants to go to law school. 48 Hours also detailed her home life with her parents and working at her defense attorney's office doing clerical work. So what am I doing with all these big okay, so stacks? But one person who isn't pleased that Skylar's probation has ended after just a year is the baby's paternal grandmother. I don't think that her finally serving the three years of probation is too much to ask. I am very sorry. And I, I heard a lot. We'll be right back. Next, how this hostess is requiring her friends to get tested before coming to her house for Thanksgiving. Negative for COVID, so you're free to have dinner. Plus... Is Santa coming to town this year? What would you like for Christmas? The precautions being taken before your kids visit Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Thanksgiving's just a week away, and everyone's a little skittish about all the restrictions to keep people safe. But what if you could test every one of your guests before they show up at the door? As Jim Murray reports, it is giving some people peace of mind. They're getting ready for Thanksgiving, and with it comes rapid COVID tests. Put your head back. Jennifer Cohen is hosting Thanksgiving dinner for 14 people. So her husband, seven-year-old son, and all her guests are taking rapid COVID tests to keep the celebrations safe. Going both nostrils. Concierge doctor Abe Malkin is performing the test right in the comfort of Jennifer's Los Angeles backyard. How much confidence does taking that test give you, that COVID test? Oh, it gives me a lot of confidence. 15 minutes later, the results are in. All right, negative. Oh, thank God. All right, looks like your test is negative. Everyone tests negative. The guests have agreed to take another test on Thanksgiving Eve. Jennifer hosts the podcast Habits and Hustle, which tackles living your best life during a pandemic. Do you worry at all that a negative COVID test will give you a false sense of security? I do worry about that a little bit. What I'm doing is I'm doing the best I can. I'm putting precautions in place. The doctor says his tests are 90% accurate. All right, negative. Oh, thank God. Now, the rapid COVID test isn't cheap. It costs $299 a person, but you can't get a discount if you're a group. When we come back, how Santa Claus is also being extra careful this year. Thanksgiving's being marked with a long list of guidelines, which makes you wonder what Christmas will be like. Well, we have it on good authority from the North Pole. Not to worry. The pandemic will not repeat not keep Santa Claus from spreading Christmas cheer. COVID doesn't stop Santa. But this year, old St. Nick is doing things a little differently to keep everyone safe. What would you like for Christmas? At Bass Pro Shops across the USA, Santa is sitting behind protective plexiglass. Can I have a fist pump? Yay! He's also wearing a face shield to be extra cautious. Families must make a reservation ahead of time and are given temperature checks upon arrival. Then after each guest, in come Santa's elves to sanitize. We understand that it's a challenging time with COVID, but we also want to make sure that they experience the wonderful event of Santa Claus every year. Even though kids didn't get to sit on Santa's lap, they still have fun. 
It was cool. I loved it. I loved um, seeing Santa. And for the millions of little ones who can't see Santa in person, Santa will come to you virtually via chitchatwithsanta.com. Mom Emily Knapp set up a Zoom call with Santa for her four young kids to keep Christmas alive during the pandemic. The virus didn't cancel Santa at all for us. It was so nice to have this as an option to still be able to talk to him. Did it feel safer to visit with Santa this way, virtually? Yeah, for sure. And we got to do it right here and sit at our own dining room table, so that was really nice not have to worry about germs. I also got the chance to chat with old St. Nick, who says the spirit of Christmas is needed now more than ever. Uh, the world needs hope, it needs healing, and it needs joy. And we count on you to bring that, Santa. When we come back, a scene right out of Stranger Things. Finally today, we're used to rats in New York. This giant rat goes for a subway ride and no one bats an eye. The guy wearing a rat costume casually boards the subway in New York. Fellow passengers get on with him and just go about their business. In 2020, it's fair to say, now we really have seen everything. We love New York. That's Inside Edition. See you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Okay. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.